Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Let's look at two locations together if you have your Bible, and I'm going to... um, I thank the Lord already for what he's done. But I want you also at home, and uh, you're really with us and on the broadcast and in different platforms, and um, to, to go to Isaiah chapter 30 again like we were um, in the last session. And um, we'll look at Isaiah 30 and... Um, verse uh, 20, uh, 21, and then keep your location, please, in Hebrews chapter 11, the 11th chapter of Hebrews. We won't read the entire chapter today. We did that the last time. And, um, but we will uh, look, if we can, at the Isaiah um, 30 and 21, speaking to the children of Israel at a time when there had been rampant idol worship and backsliding, and uh, that's not unusual to humanity. Uh, The enemy hates um, human beings, and he doesn't want um, any of us to allow the Lord to make us strong enough and wise enough to know that it's futile to serve the defeated and it's wise to serve our father that made us and um, you say well Dr. Fush I know that I, I know you know part of it but you will serve who you believe. Yes. Yes. You, you will not, even without knowing it, you will believe something that is not what God is saying, not what God is promising, if you don't know any better, if you're not, if you're not receiving the bread that comes from heaven, the, the word of God. And what happens is you will serve who you believe. You say, well, well, is it God and the devil? Yeah, but it's very multifacetedly more than that. You will serve your comfort instead of serve his call to sacrifice. You will serve your willingness to be blessed rather than your call to be of service. I don't know. I'm not going to read all your mail. But you will say, well, I'm called to attend this ministry for dispensation of time. You see what I mean? And it, it will be basically selfishness talking, but you don't know it. 
because you're putting the future of your activity in the future. So I'm going to receive from the prophet of God for a year or two years or three years and then I'm going to take that and I will change the world with that and you don't know that the motivation behind that thinking is selfishness to be a receiver and not a perpetual participant which the Bible calls uh, in, in translation um, um, communication. I haven't started reading. Do you get that? So how, that, those are allegories. I'm not talking about anybody in particular. That's an allegory. It's a very, very innocent allegory, isn't it? Isn't it? But I don't want to just teach to others. I don't be able to go and listen to myself and say, did I say that? Or I listen to my daughter and say, man, that was good. And then find out it was a direct quote from one of my meetings. But it's all right. You understand what I'm talking about? And, and so it's, it's very important that this is set in context that in, the t in a time when the, the, the nation, the people were entrenched and snared in idol worship and uh, different acts that, of disobedience that short circuit the covenant they have with God from working perfectly. God has a prophet. God has a people. God has a word. And it says, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. Now notice this word will accompany you. The Lord will accompany you. The Lord is accompanying us now. Just like signs accompany those that believe. And you will hear this voice in your ears. Not behind you like back in the back. No, back with you. Accompany you. You, you will hear the, the voice of confirmation. You will hear the voice of leadership or leading, which is led forth with peace. And he'll say, whether you go to the left or to the right, he will say, this is the way. Walk ye in it. This is the way. This is the way. And before I teach today, this is the way. You're going to be different than the average human being. This is the way. You're going to get the opposite result of the reward of the wicked. This is the way that a thousand will fall and ten thousand, but it won't touch you. This is the way the Lord will keep you. This is the way the Lord will preserve you. This is the way that God will answer you. This is the way the Lord will help you. This is the way. specific um, word from the Lord that works both for us individually as well as we collectively. He is the way. He is the door. He is the truth. He is the life. 
And his diagnosis or definition or promise is higher than any power in the universe. God does not have to practice in a laboratory to come up with your cure. He's already incarnated himself and came to earth to shed his blood to redeem mankind and lift us up to another level. Glory be to God. You're the head, not the tail. You're going over, not under. You're breaking through. My God, your enemies are fleeing before you seven ways before today is over. You will not only know that this is the way, you will learn how to walk in the way. And when you implement both the knowing and the how, there can't be a denial of anything that God has made provision for in your life. Now, if you believe that, let out a shout that will be heard from Moscow, Kiev, uh, Port Elizabeth, Cape Town, Indonesia. Come on, shout. Let out a shout. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by it he being dead yet speaketh by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. By faith. Noah. Being warned of God. Of things not seen as yet. Moved with 
fear or reverence, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Hold the Bibles above your head. This is the word of God. Not an opinion, not tradition, not subject to debate. He's alive. God says, I believe, and that settles it. He is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. Today, I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. And I can do what he says I can do. Today, the bread of heaven, the bread of life, will feed my faith to a God-pleasing level. My life will never be the same again. Oh my goodness. You may be seated. And Pastor Lamar, stay with me. The subject of my teaching today is this is the way. You are a new creation, a new species of being. Can I come closer to you? And let this cocoon of his presence hover over your sphere of influence individually as well as family, church, region, whatever. When we were born again from above, the original language said born from the source. I'm going to take a little time to break down both the prophetic, which is inspired utterance. It will motivate you, but motivation will only take you so far. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it with the principles, if you could call them that, the ways of working with God. 
So, so that means knowledge. So the Apostle Paul said, when I come to you ministering, I'll minister to you in the language you understand. I'm paraphrasing. He said, I minister to you by prophecy, by revelation, by doctrine. That's, that, that means it's scripturally doctrinal. The doctrine of God was given to us through Christ, at, to the apostles, the disciples, first century, all the way to now. How many understand that? And then the last one is knowledge. Okay? Knowledge. So firstly, let me define you. When you were born from above, you were born from the source. And those FCD, first century discipleship founders and students understand. And if you continue with it, you understand more than almost any Christian you will meet. About how God works in your life while you're here changing you to be as he is in Christ Jesus. How many understand that? So he chose us. We didn't choose him. He had us architected in him in the form of the image that he will give birth to. And the very image himself... Was, is, has always been the Son of God, the Word of God, uh, the life of God, the way. Because any time God wants to do anything, He does it His way. So now I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Now faith. So we talked about faith is a spirit. Faith is the spirit. Now. Now. The living doing spirit of faith. Is the substance of things hoped for. Not the subject. It's the substance of the things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That means right now. You already have the spirit of activation in your life. I don't know if if I made myself clear on that or not, but I'm going to have to move past it. Because it's very important to go to the next verse. Through faith we what? Hit someone. Through faith. Through the, through the faith. That's what the original language. Through the faith. We understand. That the worlds were framed. By the word of God. That's the way. That's the way. The way is creative. The way will bring it about. The way doesn't need to evolve it for multiplied millions. He, the way declares it and it stands fast. I'm going to stop till somebody shouts. But, but see, no one can understand that scientists, uh, 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 as uh, wonderful as they can be, uh, sensible scientists uh, 
students of, of whatever sciences, if they're sensible, they're just studying what is made. But the faith understands that what is made was made by the one who is not seen. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Are you here? So when the word became man, the word became the way to man visibly in, 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 the, in the flesh. You see what I mean? Man before that would get previews and we're going to concentrate today on three, two, um, well, three antediluvian diluvian, um, generals and, and we'll move to you. That's how I know my markers where I'm at in, in the prophetic. We're, we're going to see Abel and we're going to see uh, Enoch and we're going to see Noah. So when you were, I, I want you to hit someone and say, you don't know this. You don't know this. See, see, see I'm telling you. You can't say, well, I had, a, I had a vision already. Is that right, Tim? You don't know this. Say, well, I've been to heaven. Well, I saw Jesus. Well, I had a vision already. No, no. You listen to this. I didn't come here today to just talk to you. I will not leave this world without having raised up an unshakable, undefeatable, supernatural, miracle-working, God-pleasing, faith-abiding generation demonstrating to the adversary that the God of the universe did not miss it when he called you. So if we were born from the source, that's what it means, we were born of the spirit. We were born of the spirit and we were born of the water. And then he goes on and tell us that we, he or she, the person who is in Christ is a new creation. Uh, hit someone and said, Doc has to say all that to get to one point that has nothing to do with the three people. I just, you know, amen. Listen, I like straight, uh, the, the straight way. I tell you right now, if, 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 you, if, if, if God puts you in the, in, 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 in uh, anyway. Uh, if the road is, is going like that, but it'll get you somewhere. And the ride is, is an adventure. And, and the car has got the right kind of, whoo. In it, hey, go for the ride. Is a new species of being. It is a new creation, and a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are become new, and all things 
are of God, so you were born of the source. Well, the only way that could happen is he foreordained us, he called us, he had us in the form of what we should be in him, and he said, I'm going to make you that. Now we saw these wonderful previews of men that made the pages of the Bible, but then there came our Lord. Now I'm sure everyone here believes that our Lord is significantly different in rank, uh, result, quality, and ability than all that came before him that were, by the way, anointed by him. So when he came, the way came. Because all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. So there, there is nothing that is that was not made by him, the word. So the word is the way. And the word is in my heart. And the word is in my mouth. So now I understand. I understand there's nothing impossible. Because there's no way for you to launch the truth. And it bounce back off of a wall that the defeated devil built. When God declares it, it stands fast. When he proclaims it. Now. Now I have to get to the point. I'm going to ask you because you probably know the statistics. Statistics of success. What's the percentage of successful people? Huh? In anything. In life. In their field of, in their field of influence. In their field of whatever. In law. In, in, in medicine. I'm talking about what's the percentage Huh? It's several percentages. That's it. It's three to f- it's one, two, three, four, or five. The what? What's what? What's wrong with the other ninety-five? They're studying the same thing. They're studying the same thing. So I've come here today to put in your life. What will take you out of studying the same thing and being beneath and rising up to the level of being the cream of the crop, pleasing God as the generation? My God! My God! Hallelujah! Pleasing God! Pleasing God without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Why? Because He or she or we who approach the Lord in in our prayer, in our praise, in our in in our word, in our dedication, in our fasting, in our prayer, in our 
works of faith. Hit someone say works. works. Hit someone else say works is not a cuss word. It's just, that's just the truth. That's the truth. Works of faith are works of obedience to someone higher in, 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 in person. Than anything that you can understand. Works of faith. So if I come to God, I must believe what? Say those words. That he is what? No, that he is what? Shout it. Shout it again. He that cometh to God must believe that he is God. He that cometh to God must not believe that he should be argued with. Or he should explain why you are directed that to walk, this is the way. This is the way. Why, Lord? Don't ask why. I'm God. When God's, my, when God's, whoo, glory, my God, amen. When God says jump, you might, might have been in a wheelchair 40 years. The possibility, when God says jump and faith hits you, you might not just jump out of that wheelchair. You might jump off the planet. He's God. Now I know someone out there. You're going to say, well, you just like, you're, you're talking weird stuff. Listen, there is a heaven. And we're, we're going to talk about a man in a moment that bypassed death. And he's still alive today. Because he had this testimony that he what? Shout it. But without the faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. So who's the steering wheel of my life? Who's the elevator of my call? Hallelujah. Hey. Hey. Who's the strength of my being? Who's the di- 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 director of he, he, he must believe that he is and that he is a, a rewarder of those that diligence. now in that word diligence there's a fervency that, and there's some things that we won't get into today but we, we can get into in, 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 in um, other sessions especially in the spiritual warfare um, training of uh, um, overcoming the invisible enemy during the gathering of the champions. Very important to understand the significance of prayer 
Prayer is work sometimes. Prayer is work. You can't approach God unless you get through the woods. You know, that's the terminology. People say we're not we're not we're not out of the woods yet. And 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 so and you're not gonna get out either unless you have some kind of a equipment to something, machete at least. I'm gonna stop. This is funny. I'm gonna stop. We're not out of the woods yet, people. We're not out of the woods yet. It's true. If you live in this earth, in this world, and in this system, and you have a desire in your heart to be a spiritual, supernatural child of God, you're going to have to get those things that block you from connecting with God out of your way. Whether you have to command them, whether you have to, uh, you know, get a spiritual axe and beat on them, whatever it is, isn't that right? And you might not feel like it. You might feel tired. You've worked all day and you go to pray and you want to pray a nice little prayer. But then the spirit begins to move and, and he says, then pretty soon he might want to work it. He might want to work like Jesus did in Gethsemane because he knew ahead of time what I'm going to do, nobody can do unless they have the help of heaven. What you're called to do, nobody can do unless we have the help of the Lord. So we got to work through some things and it's called the works of faith. So he that approaches God, which is within itself an act of faith, must believe, must first believe that he is. (laughs) I'm going to stop. He is what? Okay. Now, would you like God to talk to you? Let him hear you. Would you like God to talk to you? Well, he's God. What he's going to say is going to be beyond your ability to understand. It's going to be bigger. I don't know if you, you get what I'm talking about. See, we live, I don't do it, but I know a lot of people that they juice, is that what it's called? Yes. And so you put it in the blender and you push a button and you know, and it's all of a sudden it, it becomes different. There's some things in everybody's life here that you wish you could put in a blender and push a button. <laughs> If I'm talking to you, say yeah. You got your hands on those keys. And keep your hands on those keys there. Make sure there's always a major chord. 
which is really a minor, it depends on what you're looking at. Give me that in the background. Is that all right? So, so we, we come to God. We believe that he is, he is, he is God. And so now we, we come, we have to have been given or granted by him. And we are granted the gift of the faith. Because Jesus said, let the faith of God. Isn't that fitting right with what we're. Let the faith of God settle deeply within you. That's another original translation to Mark 11 where he says have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. Original language said let the faith of God settle deeply within you because whosoever will say to this mountain now now you know the woods are easy if the mountain who will ever say to this mountain be moved be not cast into the sea and not doubt in their heart but believe that those things which he says will come to pass he will have whatsoever he saith where people have missed it is they thought their words will move the mountain but it's the word it is the word that moves the mountain says I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you by living in you I'm gonna be in your heart I'm gonna be in your mouth I'm gonna be in your mind and if you meditate on what I say I'll adjust and I'll take the things that used to be shrubs and and and, and choking uh uh, your harvest and thorns and I'll, I'll take them out replace them with what is fruitful I'll put them in the outskirt and I'll, 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 I'll shrub them all up I'll push them put them in the are you listening to me the word will move the mountain because the, the, the you can't say to the mountain move and be cast into the sea and not doubt in your heart unless you've approached God knowing that he is God and then God talked to you and sent you out and when you go out sent by God give you an example real quick David when David started recruiting the people the, the most Bible scholars everybody knows they were you know I mean they came to David and they came to David he wasn't even the king literally yet but he was anointed see you gotta learn that some things that seem to be permanent are gonna be moved out of the way and some things that seem to be promised for the future are gonna rise up and become the order of the day in your life I'm gonna stop till I hear a shout You get that, Pastor Christie? Isn't that powerful? And what happened is ordinary men came to David, didn't they? But five, about 500 originally, what did they get called in the Word of God? They became mighty men of valor. 
because by getting close to the vision and the purpose of God, they got the distribution of what is necessary to perform the vision. Now, I, w- I want you to see this. I'm preaching about you. Now, David had a lot of mighty men, but there were three significantly powerful men. One of them actually uh, killed the giant that had the weaver's beam. How many remember that? One of them jumped into a, um, a pit and killed a tiger. How many remember that? And so these weren't just ordinary men. These were mighty men. And it wasn't because of the might of their brawn. It was the might of the spirit of faith that came upon them. And they did not go out into the battle expecting to die. Because when God calls you and empowers you and sends you, defeat is not an option. All right. So did that make make sense? So we're a new creation. Um, We're born from the source. The word of the living God is in our heart and in our mouth. And um, we bow our knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory. And we pray with expectation and thanksgiving that the eyes of our understanding will be illuminated. Well, through faith we understand. So the eyes of our faith would be illuminated and then we would have an understanding. We won't quote the whole thing, but we'll know the greatness of his call towards us and the greatness of his power in us, for us, and toward us who believe. The working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's the kind of power I have right now. Are you you catching this? That's the kind of power the body of Christ has right now. That's the kind of power the devil is terrified of right now. Because power is a person. Are you listening to me? Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. The way. This is the way. This is the way. But then I have to approach God. So so when Christ told the apostles, let the faith of God settle deeply in you or have the God faith, that was legal right to believe. Yes. Right? But now how did Christ in his earthly ministry receive the rechargeability to be able to consistently work in that measure of power? Wasn't it through his prayer life? Wasn't it through his uh, selfless giving? Wasn't it through his obedience to his heavenly father? 
Does that make sense? And so you're talking about the Lord of the universe, and yet he's directed and guided by the Spirit so that he would show us the way and then prepare us to receive the indwelling and the clothing of the Spirit so we can walk in the way. See, many, many, many people will study the Bible and have studied the Bible for 2,000 years and never made it up to the top echelon of that percentage of getting God's results, not for themselves, but to be that pleasing to God. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for salvation. And thank God for heaven. But I don't want to be on God's welfare plan. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, I don't want... I, I, I have to say words that make sense. And when they come to my spirit, I say them. So please don't misunderstand what I'm talking about. If anybody's on welfare, that's fine. But what I'm saying to you is, is I don't want to be a dependent upon humanity, the system, the intellect, the ideas, the professionals or whatever to get me through this life because Jesus paid it all and I'm going to make it to heaven anyway. That is not what he called me to be. I'm called to be up in the top percentage so I can be a blessing to you. Well, I'm going to say this. Well, somebody said, well, I can get by with less. Yes, but somebody else can't get by when you have less. When you know less, they don't have any blessing. When you have less, they don't have any blessing. So it's not how low you can go. It's how high you can go so that you can be a blessing to the downline of those that are called by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. So I'm going to preach you up. You're going to be the elite. You're going to be the special forces of Almighty God. You're going to be part of that regiment in the end time army, spiritual army of the Lord, that people say, my God, you almost died before you graduate, but you're not. Glory to God. Amen. But but, But I tell you what. You're going to be that person that people say, but don't tangle with them. (laughs) You know, you know, Christine, that's why the Lord took um, Elijah up. Because Elijah got to a place where, all right, you think I'm a man of God? You want to kill me? If I'm a man of God, let fire come down and fry you. And, and, and a captain and his 50 soldiers fried. 
I'd say that's in the top percentage. Okay, so he's he's sitting there, you know. And the Lord, if, if the Lord leaves him here, he's gonna fry everybody. Because it happened again, and and these, you know, they send the send the other guy in there. If I'm a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume me. Fry. That's some elite prophet right there. Because there's a lot of prophets. Are you listening to me? There's Elisha and there's the sons of the prophets. But nobody's frying 50 at a time. And the third time, the man came and begged, said, listen, please, I know you already called fire down. And, uh, and uh, please don't do it to me. And so, <laughs> so he that cometh to God, he, he who pursues God, he who comes boldly because of the faith granted by God not confidence in their own work or or think that they earned it but they had been given a knowing by the Lord of the efficacy of the finished work of Jesus and the continual action or activity of the blood of Jesus in our life which I might get a chance to talk about in a minute If you're getting anything out of this, lift your hands and shout hallelujah three times. So he we that approach him, we 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 come boldly or with great plainness of speech, or the word is the kind of courage God gives and God has so we come we come as forgiven as washed as clean members, sons of God and we approach him and daughters are sons too, are you here? and and we say to him um, we in the name and because of what the Lord has done we know who you are and no impossibility for you and um, we ask you um, and uh, we you know you always answer us and so we obtain mercy and we find grace to help when in time of need so when we approach him it's the time of need and we obtain the mercy and the help in the time of need. So this way we see the Apostle Paul three times talk to the Lord about the things that he was going through. And he was going through some stuff. Most Christians would have backslid permanently. 
the Apostle Paul did some great things, but have you seen his list of what he went through? I, I don't know what Peter went through, you know, I know he was, he was, I know he went to, through some stuff and I know he was martyred. History bears witness to that. I know they tried to do a lot of things to John, the beloved, and couldn't harm him in any way. History and church uh, records tell us that. But the Apostle Paul was given a word. And sometimes the word we're given, we don't really like in our flesh. But the rewards of it in the spirit are far greater to both we as well as um, uh, the rewards in eternity. Do you notice how it got a little quiet about the word we don't like? It's the truth. We want the word that we like. Let's call the motivational God. And, and so if you think about it, here's how God motivated Peter. He said, uh, you know, you're going to get old and they're going to tie you up and take you where you don't want to go. And by this, he was signifying what kind of death Peter would glorify God. What in the world would, would, would be glorifying to God in a martyrdom unless it was done in the faith and the dignity of you can't kill me. There's no death to the apostle or the prophet or the saint or the believer. I'm going to stop. But you get, to, you get to Paul and the first words Jesus says to him. He says, go over there and uh, I, I'm going to show you what things you must suffer for my name's sake. That was his first word. Should I come over here? The first word. And you see that and there's a reason for that. I, sh I shouldn't go there, but this is the way. Yes. Would you like to know the reason for that? Yes. I don't know if you want to know the reason for that. Yes. I wasn't going to talk about it. But first century discipleship, you need to register. You need to let me know you're going to be in my three-day training session. If you're here, whatever. The upcoming eight days of training of, of apostolic, um, of, of the gathering of the champions. Have in it um, three all-day training intensification. And the last one was the best one we've ever had. Am I telling the truth? Yes. And this one next will be better than that one. Existentially better. He that receives you finish the verse. Say it. Oh, it didn't say, it's just as if he's receiving me. Huh? He that receives you, receives me. Saul, Saul. 
Why what? Oh, not salt, salt. Why is it as if you're persecuting me? Now, how did Paul persecute Christ? He killed him. Wow. Do you see how dramatic that was? He killed Christ. You say, no, he didn't. No, 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 hold on. The body of Christ was in a supernatural momentum. The apostles were giving ourselves at that time continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And there was friction between the, um, the, the widow's ethnic friction because the church was given out feeding and giving what is necessary to, to, to help people out. Am I preaching too long? Is anybody ready to fly today? And um, it was going to tear things up. So the apostles um, were addressed. And I would assume it was more than the 12. There had to be the 70 that were sent and all all of that. They're running thousands because now the church is thousands so they say we'll choose from among you and this is the first recorded book of acts ordination actual ordination of a ministry gift an open-ended ordination of the word that's used as deacon which is in the original etymology means minister or servant of god are you here so stephen Full of the Holy Spirit, no one could stand or withstand the words or the doctrine of Stephen. Is he coming in his name? If you receive him, are you just receiving Stephen? If you reject him, are you just rejecting Stephen? So he stands in front of anywhere between 80 and 120 of the Sanhedrin religious leaders and his face is glowing as the face of an angel of God is it glowing from the outside in like the moon gets its light from the sun or is the sun living in him and rose up to demonstrate it's not just the man talking it's the word the way I live in this body now, be, before you, you flip out, listen to this. This was Stephen's sermon. He said, the God of glory appeared to Abraham while he went, before he was in Haran. And he went down the line and he told them to journey and he sojourned. And the God of glory gave him promise and, and told, talked about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And went down the line and went to the children of Israel and the deliverance from Egypt and the tabernacle in the wilderness and then later on David wanted to build him a house but he didn't but his son Solomon built him a house 
And while he's preaching, God and glowing because the way, the word, living in him and giving him the ability to articulate what this world can either be blessed by or reject and be damned by. Get blessed today. This is the truth. What 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 the words of the word of Stephen was? God does not live in houses made by man's hands, right? What house will you build me? Heaven is my chair, original language, and earth is my footstool. And what's he talking about? He's, he's already said it. Destroy this temple. And I'll raise it up in three days. And they didn't know he was talking about the temple of his body. I want you to say his body. His body. I want you to say his body. His body. See, see, it's not just his body. His body. It's his body. It's very, it's very important. So that, that's, that's that level that, that Stephen was preaching out of. And, when, and listen, he was standing there preaching. And, he, and, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, beyond his ability to think. It's almost like the words come out of your mouth in God. And, and, and you put them into words because you don't think about people getting offended. I feel like I'm in an International Miracle Institute advanced training session. And, and, um, and he, he goes down the line, he said, you know, which, which, listen, which one of the prophets didn't you kill? You, you're, you're always resisting the Holy Ghost. That's what he's telling them. Who are you to tell us about the Holy Ghost? See, he's shining. So let's take him outside the city and kill him. And the Bible said in Saul was consenting, the English says. But the original said was happy about his death. And after that went straight to the, uh, uh, to the district superintendent and said... Give me the paperwork. The, 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 the denomination overseer. Give me. No, he, he said. He said he wanted the authority to wreak havoc, to kill, imprison, and, and, and destroy the church. And so when Jesus said to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, he's saying to Saul, why did you, dis- why'd you kill me? Why were you consenting to the death of my presence in a body that I purchased and a Stephen that I made one with me through the miracle of salvation so he could serve me in this life and throughout eternity? 
why are you trying to put out the light that I brought into the earth? And, and so, is this too much? And that's what, if you read the apostle Paul, you'll be glad about how much he wrote. Because he did talk about how he persecuted the church and tried to destroy the church and tried to do all that. And everything he was doing then, he was doing to Jesus. You understand that? Yes. And, and see, this is, this, is, this is interesting. And so, the Lord gives him the opportunity to serve him. And he serves him with the zeal. He turns his zeal from a anti-Christ way to fully dedicated to the Lord the way then you beat him with rods he doesn't quit shipwrecks several times he doesn't quit you stone him leave him for dead he doesn't die a snake jumps out of the fire he doesn't get it does not matter what he goes through he, he counts it all joy because in the back of his mind he remembers that's what I did when I was stupid and I will I will, I will do what the Lord said rejoice and be glad when they persecute you when they ill treat you and when they say all manner of evil against you falsely are you listening to me it doesn't matter who says what about who what matters is who is on the inside and who is on your side I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop jump up and let out a shout that the world can hear Lift your hands up, lift your hands up, and all over the world, every son, every daughter, I talk to you in the West Coast, I talk to you in, in, in Hawaii, I talk to you in Alaska, I talk to you in California, I talk to you in Arizona, I talk to you in Nevada, I, I talk to you in, in, uh, in New Mexico, I speak to you in Texas, I talk to you in the Carolinas, I talk to you in, the, in, in, in New England, I talk to you in the... In, in every state in the union and in Africa all of our sons and daughters and friends and partners in Africa I speak also to all of the countries that are now rocking and reeling under the threat of war in Europe where we distributed our books in your language I speak to you pastors, sons and brothers sisters stand up God is getting you through the woods you're coming out you're coming out you're coming out you're passing through you're passing through no weapon formed against you will prosper. Keep serving the Lord. Keep praising the Lord. Keep magnifying the Lord. Today is the first day of the week. God is going to move in your life. And he's going to, through synchronized faith, bring accelerated results.
and accelerated answers and immediate manifestation to the life of us who believe. I believe God that it shall be unto me according as it was shown me. Jump up and shout, shout that, shout that together. Ready? I believe God that it shall be unto me as it was shown me. See, through faith we understand. Your understanding grabbed this thing. You come to God, you believe He is God. And God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will help you. God is your helper. You getting anything out of that? All right, you may be seated. Three antediluvians. They made the scriptures both in the old and in the new they made the Genesis or the, the book of beginnings very important because it wasn't just like out of nowhere here we have in Abel Abel whose name means mist or like cloud it's very important because we're going to get to that um, maybe today or tomorrow and Cain was the firstborn and um, his name literally was dagger or spear that's what it meant when Eve conceived she was looking for and when Adam uh, um, sowed seed they were looking for the seed of the woman that would destroy the head of the serpent so people wanted their way out of the mess they got themselves into the way out is Jesus the way out is not dying. It is in the, in the baptismal water. Where the invisible hand of God works on the inside of you. The circumcision not made with hands. And gives you ears to hear. And a heart to understand. So the voice accompany you. The word accompany you. Says this is the way. Walk ye in it. And every day of your life. And every step of your life. Is a step of victory. Over the adversary. I feel it. I don't go by what I feel, but I can't deny what I feel. Unless it's not what God says. If I feel what God doesn't say, I pretty much know it's probably a word of knowledge for somebody else. Yeah, if I don't feel bad, it ain't me. I'm going to go to Bosch, throw somebody feels bad. <laughs> Lord, Lord, set them free. Lord, help them. Amen. It's not for me. I don't do that. I've been delivered from that. That's not my word. That's not the way. But if I feel like I feel right now, I can't deny that. I feel good. You, how many feel good right now? Yes. Anybody feel good? 
I hope I don't need to explain you what I said about Stephen. Because, you know, I know people say, he said Stephen was Christ. I said Christ was in Stephen. And Christ is in you. And so what they did to Stephen, they did to Christ. And so when Paul was happy about Stephen dying, he was actually happy about Christ's light going out in Stephen's life. Just as guilty of the crucifixion or the death as if he would have driven the nails himself. Thank God out of it, he gave me my favorite verse. Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now notice, nevertheless I live, yet not I. And he gave us another verse, for me to live is So I said I wasn't going to have to explain it, but I just did. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So that's what what Paul did. And what, what he did, he did, he did out of zeal, he did ignorantly. But once he was introduced to God and called, he was also immediately told that you're going to go through some stuff. You're going to go through some hardships. Well, why? Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to give you revelation. And you're going to have that revelation directly from me, Paul. And when you get that revelation directly from me and go through the scriptures, having been taught at Gamaliel's feet. Now, it's not in the Bible. I'm telling you about the, the, the scenario. How many understand? He did go aside. He did stay with the Lord. He only met with the key apostles just a few days. I think he was 11 days with, with, with Kephas. That's it. And met John and met James. Isn't that right? That's it. They compared doctrine. And his doctrine was consistent with the apostles' doctrine who were directly taught by the Lord. So he writes and he says that you may understand my knowledge in the mystery or that you may understand the revelation that was hidden, the mystery that was hidden and now is revealed. And then he goes on and says, somebody hit somebody and said, give me some room. I'm getting out of these woods. I'm going to get over on, on God's side. I'm going to get over on Doc's side. I'm going to get over on Victory's side. I'm going to get over on the... T- Come on, somebody. You're, you're getting this, right? And so what the Apostle Paul did, he, he called it my revelation, according to my revelation. And so we have all this New Testament writ. And, he, and we have him recording himself. Says, I went to God and besought him in prayer. Hit somebody and say, works of faith. I besought the Lord thrice. That what? That the thorn in the flesh would be removed from me. Well, what was it? Well, I was fighting beasts at Ephesus. And, uh, and nobody knows actually, Jim, whether they were actually animals that he confronted because he got thrown in, in, a, 
in, in a, um, it, they used to feed the Christians to animals. No, the word is the same word. Whether it was an invisible demonic spirit, or whether it is a demonic spirit working through people, or whether he was in Ephesus and he might have got thrown, you look it up in the Greek, and, and, and had to, you know, beat up on a lion or something. I don't know, or just be protected. And see, he said, I was in, in, in peril among friends. I was in peril among false brethren. I was in, among thieves. I was in peril. This, he names all the things that he had gone through in the natural. That and he said, Lord, let them be removed from me. And the Lord said, What? What? So Paul's word was, I'm going to keep my ability on you and you will be able to witness in the middle of opposition because the enemy so afraid of the revelation I gave you that he wants you to stop declaring what I gave you. But my grace is more than enough. together up here in a minute listen to me so Abel the younger brother um, brings an offering according to the direction of God he must believe that he is God, God instituted already the method um, that the shedding of blood does that make sense? in the form would be an allegory and so you know what happened he, he got killed for his offering he got killed for his offering we don't know if it was one offering or if it was a repetitious practice and every time that Cain brought an offering of just I'm just gonna do I did it my way you know and Then finally, he was infuriated. An offering will always reveal the thief. And, um, and so he, he, um, he slew his brother, but God says, and God has a sense of humor, right? He says, where's your brother? And I know you know the story. But he says, am I my brother's keeper? He's actually, he should have said, I'm sorry, I'm my brother's killer. Am I my brother's keeper? And, and, and the Lord said, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the earth. That's very important because that was the first innocent blood shed and record tells us 
He talked to God, he being dead, yet speaketh. He spoke through his blood. And we jump to the 12th chapter of Hebrews. And if you can't give me room so I can dance, it says, we come to Mount Zion to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Not the blood that was sprinkled, but the blood that sprinkles now. It sprinkles every word in the way in your life. Cleanses your heart from an evil conscience. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so he, Christ, is alive, not being dead, yet speaketh. He's alive, and his blood speaketh from above, because if he heard him that spoke from the earth, how much more should we hear him that spoke from heaven or speaks from heaven? All right, so that was the first uh, antediluvian saint. The next one was a prophet. His name is Enoch and uh, uh, means initiator or someone who spearheads or starts something. It's never been done before. And uh, he walks with God 365 years but he actually when he's when, when he lived 300 years after he begat Methuselah Hit someone say Methuselah. Okay, so that's what he named him. He named him when I die, it shall come. Talking about the flood. So he he knew. He knew. And so he he now he's walking. And so the flood is a type of the judgment. I, I, I like to talk to the elite forces. Are there any elite forces here? Yes. Let, let me hear elite forces. Yes. You don't have to have it happen to somebody else before you if you walk close enough with God. But you have record that it happened to somebody else before you. Don't you? And that was Enoch. Because before the judgment came, he was gone. Wait, wait, wait. This is the Let's do it together now. This is the way. So how did he do that? So how did how did he how did he bypass both death and judgment? This is the way by faith. Through faith, the faith granted by God will take you where no man has gone before and where you have never gone before. I will preach you places that you've never been by the power of the one that's doing the breathing through the word of the living God. I'm going to stop. And so he he uh, he left before the flood and then we have Noah 
He's, he's both before flood and after flood. And, and, and that's a phenomenal, the, all of them are allegories of Christ, aren't they? And the church. Um, I won't take long on this. Stretch your hands my way, please, and pray in tongues. That the Lord will help me, please, encapsulate this thing. In, in the, to articulate it. Did you, did you do that with, with faith believing I could, I could wrap this up? Because yes. you, you received a lot, didn't you? Yes. When the Lord spoke to Noah and told him to build him an ark that he would save the world and um, end. Um, he gave him the specifics. I won't go into it, but he gave him the specifics about what kind of wood to use and um, um, how to, the, the dimensions of it, how to pitch it and make it waterproof. And uh, people, and many of us throughout our life, maybe in Sunday school and throughout our youth, we, we, we see the ark and we just see this thing that hard to believe when you get educated because you know all, it's got all the animals in it and the people in it and eight, eight people and it's hard to believe but I go into some specifics in, in battles of the Elohim regarding the ark and um, some people believe the wood is non-existent nobody knows what it is now which would imply strongly and I know I, I actually know for sure that he had divine help to build what he built and some people believe it may have been cedar wood which is the cedar trees which the Lord has planted we don't know if the Lord planted the cedar trees after the deluge or the cedar trees that were in the part of the Levant endured or whatever. It doesn't really matter. What matters is this. That it had three levels. It had the ability to, to actually haul as much weight as a very large train. Okay. It had windows for light. The, the original word was for ventilation and light in every level that it was in. And then the door on top that God shut was the door on top. It's very important to know that, it, that archaeologists, just the last century, the early part of the last century, began to discover that it had a very sophisticated sewage system that rivaled any city that was existing in the early, you know, 20th century so 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 people say well how did they breathe well they you know when God gives you the plans on how to build what you need to build yeah. 
and he says build it this way and you could see you could see how that that put that way you could see exactly how the the large mammals would fit where they would be at how the 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 people will will, will live and for a year and i believe it is 17 days one year and 17 days and see here comes the deluge everybody's invited come on get come on you don't have to go through this but 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 the eight souls a type of the new beginning a type of the new world a type of the new world glory be to god hallelujah hallelujah and it's a type it's a type and God has to flood the earth in order to stop people from killing people people from destroying people and from him losing the bloodline of innocent chosen through which he intends to be conceived through he has to do that otherwise his plan will be reveled by the devil most Christians don't get the guts to beat the devil in this life they cruise off of the grace and the faith of other believers and doubt the very gospel that Christ came to live and die and rise again to impart but I don't think you're those people I didn't hear you it's true it's true it's hard work to build that ark he had help but it said by faith he moved with fear reverence and faith built an ark isn't that the work of faith he he didn't just take a note Glory to God. He didn't he, he didn't just say, man, we you know, Enoch, you know, he got out of here. Why can't I get out of here? Because he that cometh to God must believe that. Yes. Is this good teaching? Yes. And and so he lands. And you know the story in the flood and all of that and it takes a year 17 days before he finally lands in the place where most people think and believe it's Mount Ararat in present day Armenia whether it is or not I think it is but whether it is or not that place is called today and has been called for many 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 years the place of descent um, in that mountain and um, so archaeology bore witness to the majestic way with which um, the ark was built and the sons and daughters and brothers and sisters up until the, the, the large I think the largest vessel we had in the 30s in the 30s of the last century 
was that the Titanic? Was that uh, possibly the Titanic was as big as the ark? See, that alone should lead archaeologists, historians, and scientists to God by the droves. And so, so in the 50s, there was only like a handful of percentage of ships in the world that could have been as large as the Ark of Noah. Because God cared. He wanted you to have a horse. He, 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 he wanted to he, he, want, he wanted to populate the earth he, he wanted you know to save and um, and he did literally washed the earth just like we are washing the earth through the gospel today from every lying thing that tries to attack the inheritance of God's children. I was talking to Dr. Robin this morning and um, we're having coffee and we're talking about the the convention and, and the all that and I said I said Dr. Robin I said Robin you know me so good you know um, that every thought is 20 minutes every time I have a thought preaching is 20 minutes and um, she said to me well well, I don't know anymore (laughs) and and I said you mean uh, it's gotten longer and see, FCD will do that to you. She didn't answer, so we pick up the conversation. Look at the, um, please, the eighth chapter of the book of Genesis. And while you're there, I'm going to just um, quote to you the, the beginning of the 12th chapter of Hebrews. So that our session today. And I want you to send in your prayer requests. Um, email us right now. Call right now. Let us know right now what your prayer requests are. We're going to put them on the altar. We're going to pray together. And we're going to synchronize our faith. So, therefore, seeing 
we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be weary and faint in your mind. If you notice here, two things I told you, uh, one of them I told you, we'll go back to it, uh, Xavier, and that was the cloud. This cloud of witnesses, seeing we're encompassed about, you normally think, well, they're on the balconies of heaven, encompassing about but the actual thought he's driving is there's, there's no distance in the spirit in the original language said enveloped with a great cloud of witnesses that means their witness is talking to us it's on record the 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 way is on record the word is on record and the presence of god is is strengthening us through what they did having not received the promise of the father but we received the promise of the father and now we 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 um, we we see that we're 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 enveloped we're surrounded by champions that went before us that Christ led up to glory with him before us and now we're enveloped in that crowd of human beings who defeated death, hell, and the grave because the Redeemer has set them free. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Making no distinction or division between those that are in the heavenlies and those that are in the spiritual. We in the kingdom and they that are in the heavenlies connected together in Christ Jesus. There is no uh, those that are with us are stronger than they that are against us. I hope you're understanding. Every time I say something, I feel like I need to explain it. Yeah. Seeing then, well, how do I see that? How, how do I see that I'm encamped about with so great a cloud of witnesses? Well, that's the eyes of faith. Through faith we understand. So it's, what does it say? It says, uh, so let us lay aside the weight and the sin which so easily beset us. It's going to be around us just like it was in the days right before the flood, just like it was in the days throughout history. But put it aside from you the way they did. Are you listening? The way Christ taught us. And, and run the race set before us looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of, of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be and faint in your mind. Jesus did it. So that I would consider it and not faint 
Because if the sinners contradicted him, the sinners will contradict you. If the world rejected him, the world will try to reject you. But be glad because you're enveloped with a cloud of victorious witnesses. And you have a race to run. And you have a faith to keep. And that faith impacts your mind and your mind does not become weary and you don't faint in your thought life because you're not your feelings. Is is it good that we went there? All right, please go to Genesis. And the eighth chapter, right? And verse 20. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord. First thing he did. After he got out of the alt, uh, the, the, the ark that he built is builded God an altar the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar and the Lord smelled a sweet savor and that word is breathed or breath do you see what I mean? This the Lord breathed, or breath, or perceived. So that means your faith pleases God. In this case, it's an offering, an act of faith. Did not come out of the ark thinking I built the ark and saved this. You see what I mean? And um, and this is very powerful because y- you get ready. I will not stop declaring that the Lord is reaching in the invisible realm and getting a hold of the moral fabric of society in the hearts of ordinary men and women and bringing people to a sanity and a sober way of thinking that acknowledges that our Lord is a good God and 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 he's going to lift up their their conviction their 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 moral fabric and um, allow this body of believers this up this nation again to become the bread basket of the world sharing the bread of life as well as any other means that we can share in order to disciple people to have to have the provision and of of God in their life so i'm not going to stop when i declared and prophesied in that in that in that um, uh, apostolic uh, um, summit uh, with thousands of preachers and teachers and clergy in Africa and declared that the Lord will give us 12 the, the, the seven, 7 years and 7 years he'll give us 12 baskets and 7 hampers full the baskets 
when Jesus multiplied and filled baskets in the Greek word, it's a two-gallon basket. So 12 two-gallon baskets were left over after a multitude ate. Then he took another time and he broke and he gave and he left seven hampers full, the Greek word, of what was left over. I want to tell you that in every one of our lives, there will be more left over after our needs are met so that we can become feeders and leaders of... Oh, I want to hear a shout of this place. You know, I love you. I said, I love you. And, and I, I don't see you every day. So, so let this word be strengthening to you. Because I, I just want to be generous with the word of the Lord. And not just talking to talk. <laughs> uh, you know, someone said the, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Yet we'll tell that to the spirit. Right? When the prophet's prophesying in the word of God and you're reading the prophecy, he, he's not cut off in the middle of what he's saying. So, I'm going to stop in a moment, I think. You prayed. I don't know which way you prayed. I, I don't know if you prayed like that or you prayed like this. Uh, I don't know if you paid she bro 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 stay out of the woods or she be, 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 come in the woods with me. I don't know. I don't know. But I believe you. I believe you did the right thing. The Lord smelled the sweet savor. He didn't need it. He just he just enjoyed the the love, the obedience, the, the sainthood, the righteousness of his servant, the, the man, the family um, that he saved and that he will use to fill the world. And, um, and their acknowledgement and thanksgiving to him. And the Lord said in his heart, I will uh, not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done while the earth remains while the earth remaineth underline that, capitalize that amplify that, or originalize that multilingualize that while the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them be fruitful and multiply 
and replenish the earth. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to give you three notes. Ready? The first Hebrew word, right, equals multiply. Um, I'm sorry, fruitfulness. First, first, first Hebrew word, fruitfulness. In what area, man of God? In every area that glorifies the Lord. You're going to have His ability to be fruitful. Because, you're, because who blessed you? Now, why am I spending a little time on Noah? Would you like to know? Go to Hebrews 11 and read what Noah became. And became what? The heir of the righteousness which is by faith. So, so this is the first reference individual who became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith. God later establishes the covenant of Abraham and his seed because... He had the ability to um, bless Noah. Do you see what I mean? So he that cometh to God, must, we must believe that he is God. So if God blessed, and then he said now, blessed be. Be what? Be fruitful. Be fruitful. In every be fruitful. And your fruit will remain. You're anointed like that. I'm going to stop. You're anointed like that. I'm going to stop. You're, you're going to bear fruit and your fruit will remain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And multiply. You're going to increase. You're going to increase. You, you're going you're gonna to increase and uh, multiplication is overflow and more than enough the third word is the word uh, malah in the Hebrew I know you have to go to the original language but it literally means and be full so, so notice how it proceeds. Multiply or overflow, increase, but then be full. So as a state of a condition of fullness was declared over um, um, the covenant God made with Noah, who became the heir of the righteousness which is a faith 
And that applies to you and I through, through what? The covenant of Abraham. Because it's literally just a, an increase in addendum, an addendum, an addendum that God gave his way. And then that continued down the line until Christ came and performed and fulfilled what you and I have today. Did you get anything out of that? Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com, and we'll see you next week.